on today's expose. I feel like we should have talked about this person a long time ago, but I keep pushing like different characters to the back end. This is Storm. She's fabulous. <laughs> uh, she first showed up in Giant Size X-Men number one in May of 1975, created by Len Wein and first drawn by Dave Cockrum. She's been everything from like the queen of Africa, the queen of Wakanda. She's like the queen of Araco now, which is Mars where the mutants like set up their little base. She's been a vampire. Like everybody wants this bitch for their collection because she's so hot. She controls the weather. In the show, she says some really intense one-liners <laughs> about how she's controlling the weather. So I can intense see why she's a favorite. <laughs> Intensely, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's about time we gave our girl a little spotlight and talked about Storm. Yay! Yay! I go where I wanna go. Gene! Scott! Gene! Hello and welcome to this episode of Solving for X. My name is Sean. I'm the ultimate excavationist. And I'm something of an X fan myself, Kevin. And how excited (laughs) am I all the way from season 12, the trade of the season. We have Rob's with us. Hi, I am an XXX fan, so I have no idea what that means. I'm just very, very familiar with X-Men Rule 34. So that's why I'm here. I'm the resident expert on X-Men um, genitalia and slapping to and fro. I love that. <laughs> so um, what turned you on to X-Men? Um, well, the let's see. The main reason why I actually got into X-Men was... The first uh, block of programming that it was on on Fox was um, around the time I started to get into cartoons and anime. I remember X-Men was airing around the same time as like Woody Woodpecker and Escaflone. So it was just kind of like, (laughs) it all just kind of like came, uh, came. Um, It all just kind of, um, I'm so sorry. I just, I, I drove over here and I'm a little bit frantic right now, but um Basically what it is, is I got into X-Men through the Fox box, um, the Fox programming. And as it progressed later, because X-Men has such a very, like, I want to say, I wouldn't say queer undertone, but queer overtone um, to it, <laughs> naturally gravitated into X-Men. Um, I'm also a big fan of um, video games, fighting games specifically. So Marvel versus Capcom holds a big place oh. in my heart. <laughs> Um, oh. And specifically, we're talking about <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, or we're, we're talking about X-Men, Jean Grey, and Phoenix. Uh, she appeared in one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games, so I'm probably going to reference that a lot. Nice. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that was three that she appeared in. <laughs> she, I mean, here's the thing, is that 
any character that is going to be as OP as Phoenix is going to get banned like that. So even if you haven't played the game, she's OP. In the yeah. X-Men world, she's OP. She's yeah. just OP. I don't know why they added she's her. She's just OP. <laughs> <laughs> and you were supposed to be a surprise for Sean, but I accidentally spoiled it while I was emailing you. <laughs> He said your email loud, as he was emailing you. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here. I have a funny story for you, Rockham. Um, so okay. back in 2020, uh, in 2020, a friend of mine, husband at the time, his boss actually purchased a cameo for you to send to him. In this cameo, I showed it to Kevin. Um, I'll post it later. But in this cameo, you talk about a lot of things. Like, you're like, oh, you should go watch X-Men. But, like, I don't know, X-Men or X-Men Evolution. And then you're like, but X-Men Evolution is so bad. It was really bad. But it's so bad, it's good. But the part it's that so, I love it is... It's so bad, it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the part right. I love is you're like, you should write in if you want me to dress like Jen Walters. Then I can have a green vagina. I can have a green vagina. <laughs> Jen Walters. Do you want to see me without a green vagina? <laughs> and you just kept going. I was like, number one, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Number two, I need to be her friend. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I, 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 I had, um, I was very enamored with She-Hulk at one point, and for some reason, I just had green vagina on my mind all day that day. And your cameo just set me off. If you still want me to dress as Jen Walters and show you my green vagina. I'm so you know what to celebrate Disney Plus's new She-Hulk series. Yeah. I will show all of you. This is a Patreon exclusive. My green vagina. I can't wait. I can't We're about wait. To get. It'll. This is three years in the making. I could finally see the mm-hmm. green vagina. You can see it. We're about to get legal up in here. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, another thing you talked about in this cameo that I was like, girl knows her shit, is you mentioned the alternate reality Wolverine and Hercules that were like a couple. I was like, that was a miniseries. <laughs> it was, ab- I mean, part of the thing is as a queer fan, you, um, I mean, you have a plethora of knowledge on your favorite, like, characters, whatever, but you always remember the alternate universes where they're fucking gay. You always do. I'll always tell people, like, they're like, oh, you like X-Men? There's a universe where Wolverine was fucking Hercules. How do you feel about that? Tiny Canadian man and a giant Greek man just going together. And she had combed each other's hair. (laughs) That's a big furball waiting to happen. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Should we get into our episode? Let's do it. Cool. So last week we asked, we put out a poll for which Emma costume is your favorite. Rockham, do you have one that stands out to you? Um, For me, it's just quintessential white pants. And she kind of looks like a a pimp, like the the big (laughs) jacket outfit with the titties. Or like, it feels like Britney Spears-esque, where she has like the corset and the big knockers. I love that Emma Frost outfit because she fully looks like a hooker. <laughs> like it's not subtle. No. Like you know what I mean? Like they're just running around children and she's just like boobs. You yeah. Know? <laughs> 
Well, cool. So uh, the new X-Men Emma, the one with like the diaper and the cutout X skin showing, <laughs> only got 13%. <laughs> so that is not the favorite. That's not the fantasy. <laughs> Well, good to know that your fandom doesn't have a lot of diaper enthusiasts. So I picked the right yeah. podcast <laughs> this time. Um, this time. You won't believe how many X-Men podcasts I've been on. And I was, <laughs> oh, I was like, what? <laughs> Lucky us. Um, my favorite, the black outfit Emma got 16%. So she didn't do so great. Mm. Uh, White Queen, the OG like corset, got 20%. But in mm-hmm. first place at 51% was Headmistress Emma. And this is the one that she was wearing the My pants favorite. and she has the cape and she has the little like top. Yeah. I voted twice, yeah. so maybe it was me. But is no, that mommy outfit? I to scrap it all. <laughs> is that <laughs> Emma Frost mommy outfit? Like, yeah, a little bit. Oh, I mean, she's still Kinda. showing yeah. boobs. <laughs> okay. But no, I mean, not like, know- oh, mommy. I mean, like. Oh, mommy. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's, it's hot without being like too in your face. It's like, it's like gives you just sexy, enough. Sexy school teacher. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's sexier that she's wearing three layers of jackets and a scarf. <laughs> mittens. What a slut. <laughs> but you know what Emma doesn't have? A green uh, vagina. So, right. <laughs> I was going to say self-control. <laughs> That's you. Girl, a contraceptive. A cold shower. <laughs> a cold shower. Ironically. So um, on our genegasms update, we're going back and counting genegasms. I got up to captive hearts. There was nothing in between Night of the Sentinels and captive hearts. But in Captive Hearts, she had four genegasms. So that's like oh, a lot my. in one episode. <laughs> yes. Get it. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> yeah. Genie, yes. <laughs> I think she's happy for herself, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this episode aired. This is interesting. It aired November 19th, 1994. So this actually came out with part two. So there's part one, a week later, part two and three, then one night, and then part four Mm -hmm. the next week. This was written by Larry Parr, directed by Larry Houston. So we have Larry Square. Ah, Oh, good for them. Come on, Larry. Come on, Larry. (laughs) Come on, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That's okay. We're really excited for Larry. (laughs) All right. Cyclops watches in terror as the dark Phoenix completely takes over Jean. The Phoenix is upset that the X-Men want her to return to the cold loneliness of space. Scott is able to get through to Jean, but only briefly. The Phoenix reasserts control and blasts the X-Men off the building. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> the first thing Storm says, she's like, Jean, do not do it. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, the, the thing for me, too, is the way that I understand that, like, Storm is very, um, she's very dramatic. But the what? way that she delivers her lines specifically here to, every time she's talking to Jean, she's like, you're better than this Jean. And she's like, she's so dramatic. She needs a, like a good line read. You know, it's good for you, yeah. Storm. Yeah. I think my favorite part of this scene is that Dark Phoenix calls herself Dark Phoenix. Like usually bad guys are like, no, I'm good. Person. But, yeah. 
He's like, she's full of the herself. Dark Phoenix is here, ready to party. <laughs> Guess who's here? Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix wants a glass of water. <laughs> That's kind of shouts my name to the rooftops. Yes. <laughs> That's what's almost obnoxious about Dark Phoenix, and it's almost like speaking like a baby. And it's like, don't make Dark Phoenix go back into cold space. You don't want. To. Dark Phoenix wants to stay here. Oh, don't make me sound. It's an Cleo when you talk like. <laughs> I don't. I. I mean, like part of it too is like the the Phoenix Force doesn't have to talk in third person. We we get it when the voice kind of like changes and her eyes glow. It's Phoenix Force. You know what I mean? Like, she, don't, don't you don't have to reference yourself in the third person? I know that's not Jean. Yeah, and even beyond that, if she's wearing red, she's bad. If she's wearing green, she's good. Like, she has a really simple thing going on. Red means stop, green means go. (laughs) That's what it is. Did anybody else Strawberry gene is bad, watermelon gene is good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did anybody else judge Wolverine for hating ducks? Like, that was random. I know, that was random. (laughs) uh, it's not that random. It's <laughs> really? Just, you kind of have to expect it from him, you know? What makes him happy? It's like, God, ducks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ducks. Ducks, ducks in my pond, swimming around my face. Ducks. No. I enough of them in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I a duck. <laughs> Damn ducks. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that just get on Wolverine's nerves. The only thing that he likes are Jean, and that's that's like debatable. And um, tank tops. That's it. (laughs) And his hog, baby. And his hog. That's those three things. Isn't Jean his hog? Okay, two things. <laughs> Two hogs are better than one. Girl, yeah. you're riding that hog. That is a very deep cut reference to cow and chicken. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Scene two. The X-Men regroup and discuss everything the Phoenix just said. Dark Phoenix comes back to party. Storm calls on a hurricane, but it affects her team more than it does the Phoenix. (laughs) The Phoenix easily dispatches the (laughs) X-Men. She's like, you guys are all annoying to me. (laughs) In a last-ditch effort, Rogue tries to absorb the Phoenix. It has no effect. Scott confronts the Phoenix and tells her to let Jean go. He loves her. Jean comes to and tells Scott she loves him. Then Jean gasms into the Phoenix and takes off. (laughs) So that's our first Jean gasm. Yeah. But I love, she's like, love, unacceptable. (laughs) I have to say, running back into this series and watching this part, it's, the the animation is much better than the, the earlier part of the series. But every time Storm does anything in this series, she absolutely demolishes her team. She's almost a liability, you know, like she, she needs to be confined to a corner because she's totally murking the rest of her team. It's true. And you know, who's useless is Gambit. (laughs) You know, Gambit's just there. Gambit is literally just there for ambiance. That's true. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, don't talk don't, physical. Don't, 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 don't,
Come on, something, there, something rogue. <laughs> <laughs> nah, something, something rogue. Something, something, share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I do love when Jean comes back. She's like, Scott, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> never forget uh. oh my god the the delivery of this voice actress going into the phoenix is she i i love her but she's also the worst <laughs> oh i've been taken over scott oh somebody told her this was a porn i think part of it is like i couldn't watch x-men without the door being open i had to be like oh here are my hands and also too this is just a cartoon i'm sorry (laughs) like watching anime Mm -hmm. chicken um okay so scene three uh meanwhile the x-men are sprawled out in central park like very very defeated like (laughs) like um like they've been through it before but they're literally just spread out spread eagle in central park right (laughs) um and wolverine is doing what he does best and he is literally just sitting there just pining for gene um which is which is fine and dandy except that like wolverine and 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 uh scott are always just within proximity of each other when they're doing this it's so weird like no yeah. one waits for the other to leave the room or to leave Central Park or anything like that. <laughs> like Wolverine's like, damn, I wish she kissed me. Like it's so this love triangle is I mean, this love triangle is I don't know if it's better in the cartoon or if it's better in um in the movies because of just how quickly they throw away Scott in the last movie. But yeah. I kind of I kind of appreciate in the cartoon, it's just so days of our lives. Like Wolverine <laughs> it, is dramatic. Scott is dramatic. Jean's going, ah! It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's something the creators of the cartoon really like beefed up. Cause they thought there's drama to be had here. And they were right. Like after the show did it, the comics started doing it more. So it was a good choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a snowball effect too, right? Is like the comic comes out, then the show comes out, and then the show affects the comic um, dynamic. And then the movie the comes out, and, and they do then whatever. Then the, <laughs> 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 and the movie comes out, and then we all stop talking about it for a bit. <laughs> all right. Back in space, Eternity watches as Phoenix plunges through anything in her path. She opens a wormhole and flies through it. Hmm. So this is our first cameo. This is a very cameo episode. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Don't worry about us, Dingo. We'll make sure we can. Cameo. So mm-hmm. we see Eternity. He first showed up in Strange Tales 138 in November 65. He was also recently in the MCU. Do you guys remember what movie Eternity showed up in? No. Mm-mm. Wait, can we just guess? Yeah, I guess. Can we just maybe we can guess? Was it in that new Doctor Strange movie? No. But good guess. Okay, well then I got it wrong. Okay. Is it is it so it's an X-Men <laughs> franchise movie? It is not. It's, Eternity it's is not. more like a over-encompassing Marvel character. So he can show up anywhere. Okay. Where did Eternity I, show up? Not Eternals. 
the not oh, Eternals. Eternals. Nope. No. It Eternal, was in Eternals Eternity. <laughs> it was actually it was subtle. They never actually showed the character, but they did show a statue of the character in Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. You remember how they have to make a wish at that like central place? That was Eternity they were making the wish to. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I literally would not have fucking guessed that. Nope. <laughs> I was like, work, who's that on the statue? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Make a wish. I so, was still um I was still floored at um his butt. Just yeah, throughout yeah. the whole after that scene, everything was done. You are such a pervert. I'm glad we're best friends now because I am too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Part of it too is is during my season we were all so infantilized and everyone was like, if they talk about sex, it's gonna be so weird. And now it's like all that repressed sexuality from the season is coming up now and it's 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 manifesting in these uh 90s cartoons. We're we're okay. raunchy as hell on our podcasts, all of them. <laughs> and really X-Men oh, X-Men does bring it out. All the time. I mean, it's I mean, part yeah. of it too. Is it's it's a lot. Okay, there's there's so many bears in this franchise. There's so many twinks in this franchise. Everyone's in skin tight leather. Okay, we got like uh, it's it's very sexual. It also, is. the Silver Surfer is just somewhere in there being real gay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. A lame Shi'ar ship monitors the Dabari system. As usual, there are no life forms. <laughs> Uber? Is this Uber? Or is it Juber? I think it's Juber. Juber. Oh, oh, Juber. Oh. All those bears that <laughs> Rockin was talking about. <laughs> Juber. <laughs> Juber. Bitches to Eluk. These names. I love that. that there is nothing to do here and be bored. He's bored. <laughs> Just then. Th- to me, they look like, like a Gene Simmons brothers thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just then the phoenix shoots through her wormhole <laughs> into the system. <laughs> she flies directly into their sun and feeds off of it, destroying the Dabari system. Joubert demands that he and the Imperial Guard wage war on the phoenix. Phoenix easily dispatches the ship and then bounces. Joubert <laughs> sends word of the attack to Lalandra. <laughs> You know, the Phoenix is just so nonchalant about a lot of things. Literally just show up, cause trouble, and then deuces out of there. Um, Except she likes, like, the Phoenix Force just likes to kind of dick around when it comes to just being with Scott, in front of Scott, and in front of Wolverine. (laughs) Like, just in front of those two. uh, Otherwise, the Phoenix is just like, let's dip. Boom, 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 out of here. Unless she's going to tease Scott or she's going to tease Wolverine. She's like, I know you want me. I know you you want Phoenix. (laughs) Doc Phoenix. Phoenix knows you want Phoenix. (laughs) You're hard for Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Show me what you offer. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought this was really funny in the show right now because knowing the comics, it makes it funny. Um, These two guards are like, oh, the Dabari system, nobody's here. It's so lonely here, whatever. In the comics, ladies, uh, there were people there. So when Jean destroyed the sun, she like killed a whole shit ton of people. She basically (laughs) wiped out the Dabari race. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, that that would escalate things for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll talk well, about that. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was uh, the Dabari were in. I don't like to talk about it. I don't like to discuss <laughs> it. But the Dark Phoenix movie, that abomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Chastain was Vuk, who was a Dabari. I mean, here's the thing: is we can't talk about this saga. We literally can't talk about the saga without talking about the movie right it's just kind of it's gonna go hand in hand like just like if you're talking about like avatar the last airbender oh, and Night Shyamalan's yeah. is gonna show up in there okay <laughs> um the whole thing is that like this is it's all prime examples of how people can watch a series but not understand it like they can throw these characters in but they don't have the same impact or like they're just there for no reason you know yeah mm-hmm. that's a good way to put it yeah. And I think they didn't have the rights to the Shi'ar, so they used the Dabari instead, which was, like, a choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that, I'm next, right? Yep. Yes. All right. Um, on the Shi'ar Imperial flagship, um, oh, my God, what is her name? Lilandra? Lilandra. <laughs> Lilandra. Lilandra <laughs> receives Uber's Ubers. I'm just going to say Uber's. Uber's message. She orders Gladiator to assemble the Imperial Guard and prepare for battle. The worst nightmare has become a reality. First off, just wanted to say on the podcast for record, war is bad. That's there it. You Thank you. Just wanted to just get that out there. We um, are learning. <laughs> yeah, X-Men beat us to it, but um, war is bad. Just wanted War to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad we could be the platform for you to get that message out on. <laughs> yeah, thank you. For president, Rockham Sakura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a guess at where you got your name from? Sure, go ahead. All right. I think you got it from Rockham Sakum Robots and from Card Captor okay. Sakura. <laughs> Those are absolutely correct. Those are both correct. <laughs> so um, uh, Cardcaptor Soccer is my favorite um, anime and manga series. Uh, well, not manga series. Okay, favorite anime, um, especially the development from uh, Madhouse. Like the animation was so good. But um, I really keep true to like the core elements of the series, like uh, like be nice to people, like perseverance. And um, that's why the soccer is there. Another reason why Sakura is there is because I feel like a lot of characters in anime have like pink colored hair um, when they're the main character. So I wanted to adapt that into my own drag style and be the main character of my life. Um, The Rock'em Sock'em robot aspect was because at the time I started drag, I was going to the gym maybe like seven days a week, four hours a day, going ham. If I did not become a cross-dresser, I would have absolutely become a Sean Cody model. Um, Or I would have been the new Armand Rizzo, you know, just a walking fleshlight. Um, That could have been me. But uh, I started doing drag and I had like really big arms, so... I just look like a Rock'em Sock'em robot. So that's where that comes in. There you go. I love that. Beautiful. <laughs> what a good guess. <laughs> you got it right on the nose. See? M stands for my pink vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was green. <laughs> Did Changing I say pink? it up. 
I'm sorry, yeah, green. It's green. It's Liar. not pink. It's definitely <laughs> not pink. Like, that's the normal color. We've got to be out of the normal yeah. color. It's not. It's a dark ombre into green. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fall off. <laughs> I think I'll just come back sorry. to the show. I'm Scene sorry, seven. everyone watching. This is a very visceral episode. <laughs> it really is. All right. Back at the manor. Xavier hosts an ex-dinner to tell the X-Men that Jean Grey is no more. There is only Phoenix! He (laughs) shares his concern that Phoenix has to release Jean willingly, and that just ain't likely. Just then, Scott gets a psychic message from Jean. She is returning. Scott takes this as a good sign that Jean is still in there. Xavier gives the grim message that they may have to destroy Jean. Thanks a lot, Xavier. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Way to bum everyone down. Downer. Yeah. (laughs) Scott realizes that Jean is protecting them from the Phoenix and that there's still hope. Beast gets the idea to scramble Jean's mind to cast out the Phoenix. Xavier realizes (laughs) the work they did on Phoenix only helped it. He helped make Jean stronger for the Phoenix. Yeah. Well... The I mean, part of the whole Phoenix Force saga is just like Xavier going, Ugh, I had a big part in this, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe all that training wasn't so good. So what exactly were they doing to her in that in the machine? To Jean? It seems yeah. like Yeah. Were they just like they probing her like mind? They were like, like, probe their mind. Yeah. <laughs> Probing her, <laughs> trying to force her to no, out, machine, but they were just, strengthening her. In the oh. machine, she's just sitting there, and then it's just like a, a Simon game where it's just Turned like back to life and giving her like a green dot and then a red dot, and it goes <laughs> beep, beep, and then she goes, "Oh, I can remember that sequence." Or she's just sitting in there with a bop it. Ah, oh. that's how that's how she's able to do it. She can tell when it's going to say bop it. I had bop it extreme. Yeah, extreme. That's Spin all Jean's doing. She's bopping it. Trist she's it. playing Simon. She's Good she's times. inside the machine playing Brain Age. Yeah, it's very advanced stuff in there. Okay, so only the best from Doctor Xavier. I'm Beautiful. pretty sure they were showing her RuPaul's Drag Race from Episode One, including all the different countries. She's going to come work. <laughs> right. Get us back, back, back in the house. Phoenix, bitch. And then she's going to oh. say, I'm fish. And they're going to be like, we don't say that anymore. Jean, where have you been? <laughs> and she goes, I say it. You know, Cancel culture is beyond me. I don't get social media. Okay. Is Phoenix just like an old, like an old racist queen on Twitter? Oh that, that's kind of what I'm alluding to. I don't understand the kids. I don't get what TikTok is anymore. <laughs> I love it. We need to write this. <laughs> this, this is your uh, image for the podcast. There you <laughs> yeah, go. There exactly. you go. <laughs> drawing. See, Sean actually draws a new picture for every episode. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I do in this uh, in this part. I do love how Scott gets this like dramatic 
reading from Jean. He stands up. He's like, it's Jean. She's coming back. And then Storm is like, how do you know she is returning? And I'm like, bitch, he just stood up and announced he's talking to Jean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of it, too. uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, her scalera has gone the way. Maybe she couldn't see. (laughs) Uh, They always give Storm these lines where it's very obvious it's like very very obvious but they just have to have her say something they literally just have to have her say something (laughs) maybe it makes sense in the animatic i don't know but we can let it it makes sense to us because we're watching the show yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right scene eight beast busily makes a mnemonic scramble is this where we see his computer Yes. Where do we see his computer? I just it has that f- picture. It says "Love Carly, Winky Face." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That? <laughs> that was Carly Cooper from the Beauty and the Beast episode. You know oh really? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know That's I didn't even think about that. Well, she she got real <laughs> porny real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. You know what? Um, all I can think about whenever I see Beast on a giant computer is just like there are scratch marks all over this keyboard. There are scratch marks all over this fucking keyboard. And yeah. I guarantee you the keys are filled with hair. <laughs> There's so much hair in these keys, too. Also, it's so cute to see Beast on a com- I know he's always on a computer or doing something adorable, but it's just it's almost like when you see him doing something that's not just standing around like a beast, it's so cute. Yeah, it is super like, cute. Oh my God, Beast is on the computer. Look, he's <laughs> using the phone. It's like seeing a dog drive a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go, oh, how is he doing that? So advanced. <laughs> <laughs> what a good, who taught him that? Who taught that giant gorilla in a thong yeah. how to use a computer? <laughs> They seem pretty easy to make, the mnemonic scramblers, and (laughs) Storm and Rogue don't seem excited to test it out. (laughs) Ta-da! Ta-da! I was just saying how easy it is for Beast to just make a mnemonic scrambler. Like, he just had this in his back pocket. Like, he just knew. Like, he saw, like, a tutorial somewhere on YouTube, and he was like, you know what? Here's a hack. Here's a hack for you, okay? You can make a mnemonic scrambler by putting two pieces of duct tape over a grapefruit. <laughs> Mind blown. Here's how to eat a cupcake, too. You cut it in half and you turn it into a sandwich. The beast beast knows it all. Yeah. yeah. I've never even heard of Beautiful. this thing. And he's like, oh, I'll just whip one up real quick. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't okay, even know what mnemonic means, but it's, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's me. Okay. All right. Scene nine. Wolvie intrudes on Cyclops brooding on the roof. This is a common theme in yeah. X-Men, just just so you know. This always it's either one or the other kind of intruding on the other. Um, Scott gets knocked down from another psychic blast, um, and Wolvie helps him up. Jean is close. She's gone to her childhood home. She seems to have regressed. <laughs> Uh, she seems to have regressed a little. Jean's cat Prometheus wants nothing to do with Jean. It senses the phoenix. 
I was like, a little. Oh, this is back when she's like with that lady. She's like, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Covenant Scorpions lady. What was her name? Uh, uh, Annabelle, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Mommy. I'm like, what is going on? Covenant Scorpions. I mean, um, that's one of my first off that's one of my favorite scenes yeah it's amazing nice the whole franchise <laughs> besides besides the other scene it's very small it's just wolverine wolverine walking into the kitchen and then there's a chicken there and he goes ah oh, chicken <laughs> just, just takes a drop. It's so strange. It's so strange. It's so small, but the way that the voice actor delivers it is so odd. Um, can, it, isn't it interesting how like Jean comes back a little and she's like, "All right, let's go home. Yeah, let's just fly." I mean, like, I guess if she goes to like get help from the rest of the X Men or Xavier, they're gonna scramble her brain. So true. <laughs> Maybe it's best yeah. to run. Home. Maybe she remembered, like the consciousness of Jean is there for a second. She goes, "I'm back. I need to feed my cat." <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> I haven't changed his water. Oh no! <laughs> and it runs out the window. She's like, "My pussy ran away." <laughs> In her last bit of consciousness, her cat is gone, and um, she's back. And she's like, "You know what? I have a load of laundry." <laughs> In in the washer, I gotta put it in the dryer. She's like, you know what? I forgot to do taxes are due next week. Let's do that first. Let's do that real quick. It's like, what else? Well, what else did I forget? Oh, there's half a sandwich left in the fridge. I should really finish that before it goes bad. It's priorities. Yeah, you know priorities. All right. I love that she had a Cyclops plush too. Oh yeah. Wait, does she? Yeah, not not of Cyclops the character, but like a Greek Cyclops like monster. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't. Well, I didn't notice that one either. <laughs> she's like, and she picks it up. She's like, I will look at you and boop your nose. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and then she hears the question. Like, okay, bye. I have to actual Cyclops merch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like bootleg. Yeah. So she like is, did she get it because of? Scott and she's like, you know, it'd be know. funny if I had a Cyclops in my house and I called it Scott. Yeah. This is what yeah. I think of you. I feel like it's almost demeaning. Maybe, yeah. Even though it's, it's like really ugly too. It's not a cute Cyclops, so I would be it's offended. Ugly. That's no. what I'm saying. <laughs> she's. <laughs> that's like actually. That's like actually fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just then, a car pulls into the driveway. Daddy's home. Jean runs downstairs to greet him, only to find it's a trap. The X Men are messing with her. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Look, this is the first time Gambit is useful. Gambit puts the scrambler on Jean, and Storm tries to reason oh. with her as the Phoenix fights for control. I'm going to argue with that because Gambit is always useful. He is just great to have around. That's true. He's just, he's just such a good spirit. And he's you know fun to I look mean? at. He's just, he, Rogue needs someone to talk to. Yeah. That's, that's why he's here too. I mean, when, when, I mean like he's skin tight pants, skin tight leather pants and he's Cajun. So yeah. he's kind of the. I would say I would argue he's more of a mascot than anyone on the show. <laughs> okay, True. we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, wait, can't who just did the mascot it? if it wasn't him? <laughs> Dr. Jubilee. Z- Dr. Dr. Xavier? No. Is he the... Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Jubilee. She's a walking, Jubilee. talking, walking, talking teenager, <laughs> 90s teenager. Yeah. Does a mall babe eat chili fries? <laughs> <laughs> the, the writing in this show is, is very poignant. Are there any of those, are there any rogue lines in this one that um, that are very Southern? She always has one. The, the one I always remember is she goes, this this place is rocking more than a room full of rocking chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like she probably has one in here. Oh, like, yeah, a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Yeah. yeah. I was as nervous <laughs> as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. A room um, full of rocking chairs. In this oh, one, there's nothing super Southern, but she does have a line here I wrote down, which she says, what is this? Catch the X-Men day? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> she did say sugar that she wants to gambit. Good old G, and then she turns to gambit and he goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Good yeah, old Gene. That's why he's there. He just turns and he goes. Yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. You got it, dude. <laughs> and then on downtime, he's like, is this your car? You know, he's, he's, he's a great time. I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. Okay. That's what she said. Um, Beast is amazed when the power of the Phoenix destroys the Disruptor. Wolverine tackles Jean. Jean begs Wolverine to stab her. The Phoenix reasserts control and blasts Wolvie. <laughs> Phoenix mocks Beast Disruptor. As Phoenix is about to destroy the X-Men, Cyclops tells her he loves her. Xavier uses the distraction to knock out Gene. And we get another Gene-gasm in this scene. He was waiting for this. I know. <laughs> ha, gotcha. <laughs> Dr. Xavier was waiting for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, Scott, Scott, say you love her. Say it, Scott. And, and then I get behind and you push. Oh, <laughs> You know, it's really weird is Stanley did put a line in the first comic where Professor X watches everybody leaving and he says, oh, Gene, if only you knew of my love for you. And it's not explained until like the 90s. He just wrote it in there for funsies. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to I don't know how to feel about that on your face <laughs> I know Nathan's like no, no. <laughs> so um, we do have a 90s moment in this scene you got mail you got mail 90s moments I counted the car. Like, the dad's Ooh. car is so 90s. It's all boxy and 90s looking. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, to I mean, to be fair, everything in the series is especially 90s. Yeah. <laughs> is especially 90s. Are we going to have a 90s moment every time Jubilee walks on screen? <laughs> Pretty much. And she's like, radical! Cowabunga! <laughs> <laughs> Kids rule. When Scott shoots the sentinel, goes not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fat. (laughs) (laughs) Side (laughs) nose. 
<laughs> All right, uh, 11. Xavier tells the X-Men that Phoenix must be destroyed now before it recovers. And, and then <laughs> I love, like, Phoenix, too. She's like, before it recovers! <laughs> like, it just goes crazy on her. <laughs> 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 oh, as if on cue, Phoenix awakens and invites the team, yeah. She finishes your sentences and everything. <laughs> Xavier battles Phoenix on the astral plane. It's pretty epic. He tries to bind the Phoenix, but she's too strong. He only angers Phoenix more. But he is able to ask Jean for help, and together they are able to bind her. Yay! Teamwork! Um, I love Xavier, but there's so many moments in the series where he just exacerbates a problem. Yeah. He just, Especially with Jean in the mind space. He's like, I, I mean, like... He always just makes, and I realize in this specific part in the dark, the dark Phoenix saga, he, whenever he's up against Phoenix, he just makes things worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of it too is like he helped create this problem too. Yeah. Because he was trying to study her and like control her basically with the Hellfire Club. I'm did. sure. I'm sure he was also the person who was like, you know what? Let's skip a little bit of costs on our on our little X spaceship thing. Uh, it doesn't need this extra bit of radiation covering, you know. I'm sure everyone is fine. I'm sure that no one's going to get affected by this. I, it, it should be fine. We don't need the extra. It's only it's fifty dollars more. I don't need no, to pay that. We can save that money. Oh my gosh, Xavier Bob Chapek. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Xavier's like, you know what, Gene? Don't put on that SPF three thousand sunscreen when you go into space. You'll be fine. Yeah, you're not. You're not very strong anyway, so nothing's going to be attracted to you. Nothing's going to take over your body. Yeah, it'll be, you know what? Why don't you just 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 go have fun, just yeah. party? There is no Dana, only Zool. You know, it's. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, and we have our third Gene Gossam um, in this scene. Ooh. Yeah. Is that the third? That's the third of the episode? Yeah. I was expecting more. So was I, actually. Because I remember watching watching this the first time. Um, I remember as a child, I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> what is she on? Check, please. You know, it's like, I want what she's yeah. on. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it feels like one of those things where you watch back and you're like, it didn't happen as much as I thought. I mean, three is, don't get me wrong, three is still a lot. <laughs> three is still a lot in in this in this kids show to hear oh, <laughs> oh. oh. i'm dreading that's how she you know what that's just also jean just doing anything in the show she's moving boxes here oh. yeah. scott help me taking the groceries oh. <laughs> too you heavy that's must be where i got it from i've been doing that a lot more lately in my personal life <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, like I walk, I like walking along. I hit you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, where did this scandal come from? Oh, so I, now I know where it came from. <laughs> Phoenix is such a butterfly. So. 
Okay. All right. Here we are. Scene 12. We are ending. We are nearing the end of everything. Um, Back in the real world, Jean's family watch from their house as the X-Men regroup. Xavier tells the team he helped a bit, but it really was Jean's incredible untapped power that stopped the Phoenix. He was just like, I kind of was there. (laughs) You know, I'm glad he's not taking all the credit because, I mean, no one would know because he was in the mindscape with Jean. No one would have to know. He could have been like, <laughs> guess, who, guess who fucking did yeah. it, guys? Yeah. Guess who fucking did it? <laughs> yeah, y'all should be shaving my head now. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jean wakes up and calls Scott Four Eyes. He calls her Tiger. Tiger. And they have, like, they have this like 90s flirty moment. And it's just like, it's very canned. I kind of <laughs> wish she was still the Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Both um, of those names are 90s names, like, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. What if, like, Gene wakes up and she's like, four eyes, and he goes, what? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm sensitive about that. <laughs> what are you, a tiger? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you know I hate tigers. Why are we doing this in front of everyone? Which is weird, too. It's always at the grocery store. Because MJ calls Peter Parker tiger. So it's like, why is he stealing that from MJ? Look, it was a hard day for Stanley. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what people call, I don't know what people flirt with their lovers with. Let's just say Tiger. Yeah. yeah. I can't say sweet cheeks because that's sexist. So Tiger <laughs> <Here> it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, just then, Shilar, sh- wait, yeah, it's Shilar. Shilar, yeah. just then Shilar shows up. They want to destroy both Jean and the Phoenix for her crimes. Okay. Here's the thing. Should the Phoenix be held or should Jean be held accountable for the Phoenix's actions? Yeah. I mean, like, think about it this way. Like, I mean, if I'm defending Jean, you know, she's kind of like the car and like Phoenix was yeah. the driver. You know, if you get in a car accident, you don't blame the car. That's true. That that you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my defense. Right. Um but the real answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should be held accountable. <laughs> well, the only th- Absolutely. The only thing is I- like the Phoenix is attracted to Jean now cuz she's so powerful, so I guess you could make that argument they have to take out Jean to stop the Phoenix from coming back. I mean, but is like the Phoenix going to come back to the next powerful person? You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be like, all right, let's get involved in here. <laughs> See, I wouldn't blame Gene. I wouldn't blame Gene, but at the same time, without the Phoenix, Gene would have been dead already anyway. True. Oh, you know what? True. True, true, true. <laughs> um, so, you know what? I mean, it, if she was going to be dead anyways, yeah, have her pay for the cost. <laughs> 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 it 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 do you want it now or do you want it later? True. <laughs> Final destination. <laughs> I mean, also too, they really need uh, they need a cosmic finger to point at someone for all the damage that has yeah. happened. Um, and this would, I mean, I feel like it would make a lot of people very happy to at least have that sort of vindication, like to have Gene 
you know? Yeah, that's true. You know? And we do see... Yeah, a public... There was kind of a mess going on. What is on. it? A public five-mile spanking line of Jean Grey <laughs> to tell them for the crimes. Just to walk naked through the streets with somebody saying, shame. Oh. Shame. Oh. 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 Four more miles. <laughs> so we get into this problem. That wasn't my fan fiction. Uh, in the comics, mm. we get into this problem that Jean just exploded a whole like system. So yeah. the the writers they wanted Jean to like be a recurring villain as the Phoenix, but then they're like, that doesn't work. She's too mm-hmm. powerful because you can only for so long say like she likes the X Men. She doesn't want to kill them. So I'm excited to right. talk more about this later. But I just want to put that seed out there. She destroyed the solar system. Where do we go mm-hmm. from here? Yeah. I mean, like I said, Phoenix is so OP. Like the and this is this always happens when comic book writers write characters that are OP, right? You kind of feel like, well, what's Galactus doing mm-hmm. right now? You know, like what's he doing? <laughs> um, every time they make someone that's too OP, they kind of have a hard time kind of writing them in later or keeping them prevalent. That's why, like. If they have these characters, they only last for a small arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, a small, small arc, because it doesn't make sense to have them as a reoccurring villain. You right. know, um, that's why we have Magneto. He's powerful enough, but not powerful enough to destroy a whole star system. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> it's it's moderation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't put Batman against the I mean, also, too. It, Here's a, if I was, um, I mean, if I was, um, if I were the X-Men, if I were any of the X-Men right now, and they were like, we need to execute Jean because she destroyed a star system, I'd be like, work, go ahead. She'll be back in 10 issues anyway. <laughs> Bam. She's not going to fucking back. die. She'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> She'll be back. Who knows? Always back. Turns out she didn't it's die. literally what the Phoenix Turns is. Out alternate Jean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, Gene, you're back? Yeah, it turns out it was just a pig corpse in a Gene wig that we exploded in space. All right, was this episode extreme expected or would you exit out? <laughs> I'm extreming it. It was fun. It was great. I love the banter. I love the fighting. You know, it's great to have this little short episode of of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> this is quint for me, this is quintessential. I'm gonna extreme it too. This is quintessential uh 90s X-Men cartoons because I literally cannot watch this series without ending on or like without watching the Dark Phoenix saga. You know, it's so I mean there's so the gene gasms. Um the the campy way that uh, Phoenix always delivers the line, the lines always stick with me to this day because it's so stupid. <laughs> it's like the most '90s cartoon like, comic thing that I've ever heard in my life. Um, Jean's voice actress is really hammy. She's, she's really hammy <laughs> in this role, um, and, and, and part of it too is that her. The character of Phoenix is so different than Jean in a sense that, like, the actress almost feels like she wasn't prepared to do these lines. (laughs) 
Yeah. Bow before the awesome might of Phoenix. <laughs> cool. It's, I mean, you know what? Maybe it's great because I remember all these years later. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. called Camp. It's Camp. Yeah. Cool. And I would extreme it too for all the same reasons. Like, we get to see the Dark Phoenix finally, like, go whole hog. So, this was a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Who is your most excellent player? MXP. Oh my god! Absolutely, Gambit. Absolutely. <laughs> he did so much this episode. Okay, he was there. He was like in the back, hand jiving. You know, like Gambit's there. He's got his little staff doing color guard, making sure that everyone's okay. No, he, he caught it. <laughs> He is, you know what? He was like, check out this card trick while everyone's getting murked by the Phoenix. You know, <laughs> he's distracting her. He's like, is this your card? No, is this your card? A 52 card pickup, Mona Me. <laughs> Phoenix does not understand this game. <laughs> Phoenix does not understand neo pronouns. That is not my card. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Favorite people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Rogue for catching everybody. <laughs> she kind of had a, a, a Moroku from Inuyasha moment in this one where it's like, all right. Rogue can literally just touch her and then everything can be over right now, but then it doesn't work. Just like in, in Inuyasha when Rogue is like, all right, I can use my wind tunnel. Oh, bugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bugs. Yeah. You know? Right when we can use right when we can use Rogue's touchiness, it just doesn't work. Of course. Convenient. That's how, that's you how know what? Happens. She should she really should have savored the moment and just been like, damn, you feel great. Yeah. Your <laughs> yeah. skin is so soft. I feel like a burning love. I felt skin like this a long time. <laughs> Rogue like he. I'm never putting on my gloves again. I can't quit you, Phoenix. <laughs> God, I wish I could quit you. I don't know why she's so gruff. Yeah, she's a she's a clown. <laughs> yeah. Let's be at the bayou, you know. Yeah. I can't believe the Phoenix absolutely destroyed us. Oh, I need a cigarette. Um, because I'm a normal person, I'm gonna say Phoenix is the MXP because she was a badass. None of this gambit stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? She was the most excellent player because I'm sure everyone in that galaxy really appreciated the work she did. <laughs> um, there's like, nobody in that galaxy. <laughs> was there no one in there? No one's there. Well, then, what does it matter? Why do they? Yeah, exactly. Why are they so upset about it? 
Okay, yeah. fine. In the this, comics, this there are people there. <laughs> pile of rocks, girl. Yeah. Like, my yeah, son is good. less warm. I'm chilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the episode of Doug where he throws a rock at the Patty's old house. There's no one yeah. in there. No one's yeah. using yeah. the house. <laughs> You're so oh my stupid. God. You're <laughs> so obsessed with me. Yeah. You guys are like so obsessed. I did that like so long ago. I didn't know you remember that galaxy. Oh my God. I didn't even do it. That was like, that was Feeny. They wanted me to. They wanted it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) My God, you guys. I shouldn't have to pay for her crimes because I don't know what she did. This week's previously on the question would be Should Gene be punished for Phoenix's crimes? Thank you oh, for giving only us that if it's question. It's a five mile spanking line. I know. Only it should if it's be. A spy- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How old are you? You get that many spankings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Phoenix is really old. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's, oh yeah. If, if, it's, if it's one for every birthday, You're right? And the Phoenix is done. Damn, those cheeks are gonna be. We're gonna be real sore. Poor Jeannie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. Last question. What would you say is the X factor? What was your favorite part, or what uh, do you like that this connects it to the bigger X Men lore? I just put X-Men versus Phoenix. Epic, quintessential, amazing. Everything you need in X-Men. <laughs> I think the mm-hmm. I think the note that I have here is I put um Xavier Jean mind Xavier Jean mind battles is like quintessential X-Men where it's like Xavier is always I feel like the only person who's able to even meet him in any sort of mind space at any time is Jean. So I feel like this episode kind of really brings in those those two characters, like di- I almost scissored, um, <laughs> those two characters' dynamics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and just like a mind battle. What is everyone else seeing when this is going on? They're just watching. <laughs> They're it's just always just intensely Xavier looking sitting at down each going, other. <laughs> yeah. Like- like this. The and then Phoenix is like <laughs> and then Gambit's like <laughs> I would watch that <laughs> um, for me I would say it's this whole kind of um, Shi'ar versus the Phoenix that's like a really epic storyline in the comics to the point where I think in the early 2000s, the Shi'ar come, and Gene is still dead at this point. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to kill all of Gene's family just in case the Phoenix tries to get in any of them. And they literally kill her whole family. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do they get the cat, too? <laughs> and so the like- cat. They're like, fuck you, Prometheus. <laughs> so you know what? We're going to kill Gene's family to make sure she doesn't come back. We're going to get the cat. We're going to get the neighbors. The mailman. <laughs> That we're, we're going to get rid of all of her groceries in the refrigerator, put it down <laughs> the garbage disposal. You know what? We're canceling her Netflix account just in case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really hate the Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. And they stopped watering her plants, too. It's just, yeah. 
Who knows? Anyone associated with the her teacher from the fifth grade, they got rid of her too. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't return her library books, so that way there's a late fee. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah, girl, this I gotta read the comics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Next episode is Dark Phoenix Saga Part Four: The Fate of the Phoenix. What do you think this one's about? <laughs> Wing Saga. Fate. <laughs> um, no, uh, I guess she's gonna be dying. Probably they get her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she had that, and uh, <laughs> and uh, probably some she are space battles and stuff. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's been Good a long guess. time. <laughs> and Rocco, be, I I assume it's going to be like a litigation battle, <laughs> a whole litigation episode against Jean Grey. Yeah, and then she's going to get defended by Jen, and then. <sighs> We're going to see green a vagina. big green vagina. <laughs> I go. have to see that cameo. I Did I say it just like that? I want a green <laughs> vagina. <laughs> okay, please. I, I have to see this again. This is why, this is why I can't, I, this is why I can't be left alone to do improv with Red Bull. <laughs> and the TV playing in the back. I I'm like sitting on the camera. I'll like put the camera in my mouth. I'll like make out with a mannequin. I'll do it. I mean, like, it's just whatever feels right. You know, yeah. Yeah. I like to embody that kind of chaotic energy <laughs> that's great to have in like a, a D&D campaign. <clears throat> Okay, yeah. well, I will post it on Friday so you can see just how <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> cool. Well, we are so thankful that you joined us for this oh, episode, yes. Rocco. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know what? I would love to do this again if you guys do uh, this, well, X Men again, but also any other series. We're going to go through um, them all, I hope. hope. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. The, all the X Men series? Yeah, all the animated Even series. X Men yeah. Evolution, yeah. And Wolverine yeah. and the X Men. Let's, let's fucking do X Men yeah. Evolution. I'm so fucking yeah. down yeah. for this <laughs> Dawson's Creek X Men drama bullshit. Yes. I'm so fucking down. Can we just like all do the opening? Like, uh, yeah. Right. It's the Buffy dance. <laughs> the Buffy dance. Yeah. 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 That yeah. is the essence of the show. For those of you watching right now, and if you are 90s um, X-Men purist, and that is the only show you've watched um, for the X-Men, you are missing out. You are yeah. missing out on some of the best comedy of your entire life. It's, it's so – I've said this before. It's so bad – and so 2000s that it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, everyone's hair it. is so 2000s. <laughs> it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and Rockham, where can people find you? Um, if you guys would like to find me, I am uh, at Rockham Sakura on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you would like any merch from RockhamSakura.com, everything is hand drawn by yours truly. Beautiful. Mm. Nice. <laughs> Kevin, how about you? 
Sure. Uh, you can find me at my personal Instagram, KGZ87, where I'm like doing whatever, cosplay, naked pictures, it's fine. And yeah, that's, <laughs> a that's a butt. That's a butt. Just, just up here, Cyclops. Down there, Wolverine. Mm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so fun stuff to see there. Or, or you can follow my other podcast where Sean is joining me to help me go over the charmed comic books uh, at Words of the Witches. So yeah, goodness. Yeah. I just want to interject before we finish. I had no idea there were charmed comic books. Yeah, lots of people don't. There's novels and comic books. I'm doing all the published material, so. I'm glad that we I <laughs> can put a face to who is buying the, <laughs> the, the charmed comic books. I had them I can, as they're coming out in 2011. You know, I always walk by the the those series in the comic book store. I go, "Who's buying the Ducktales comic books?" You know, oh, I know and who Rachel probably. <laughs> what really? <laughs> also, yeah. too, I mean, uh, uh, you you could be just as proficient as the the Charmed comics as some other people are with like the Sonic universe. It's Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Every comic book series has its dedicated fans and people who just know everything about it. Um, I might tune into your Charmed podcast because I'm very intrigued. Yay. Oh, yeah. It's, they're, they're fun. We're raunchy in there, too. Make fun of the art. But we uh, we get into the nitty-gritty. I'm, I'm very about all about yeah. it, you know. So <laughs> Photographic memory with this one. <laughs> I'm yeah. very serious about Charmed. <laughs> As you can see, I mean – Charmed is my life. Pretty yeah. much. Live, live, love, charm. What? what? Charm, laugh, love. Oh, thank you for asking. And you can find me on Once Upon a Cold. John, where can we find you? Or on Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. Or you can find my book on Amazon. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Well, he's gone. Come on, Kevin. Oh, my God. He did a flip. Oh, my God.